Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Irked Music Geek, the podcast. This is the audio version of the website irkedmusicgeek.com. If you are new to this and not yet true to this, um, welcome. You are very late. This is episode 111, but you are here. Hold tight. I will explain um, what this is, how this works, and why I am irked in a minute. First, let me shout out to my subscribers, repeat listeners, blog readers, um, however it is that you connect and or engage with Irk Music Geek. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you uh, more than I will ever be able to show you. um, But thank you. Please bear with me as I catch up these uh, super latecomers. um, But we're going to welcome them all the same. So like I said, this is the audio version of the website, irkedmusicgeek.com. If you are also unfamiliar with that, then what what have you been doing the last few years? Hmm? Because we've been working. Um, That is an opinion-based blog where I give my first impressions of new music as it is released across various genres. I've always, since I was a young music listener, been into just listening to just about anything Um, I will give anything a listen, pretty much anything a listen, give it a try. Um, If I like it, I like it. If I don't, I don't. Um, Primarily, I like hip hop and rap, R&B. But, you know, if you look at the blog, you will see a wide range of genres covered from country to rock to pop, just pretty much anything. Like I said, it's it's equal opportunity um, music listening over here. So, Listen to just about anything and you'll see that on the website. And so this is the audio version of that. And so how this works, I will pick music that was released, likely released on New Music Friday. I will play a little bit of the song when I say a little bit, usually somewhere between a minute and a half, minute 50, just enough so that you can hear what I'm basing my opinion off of. This is not the radio. There's no need to play the entire song. I've got shit to do. Y'all got shit to do. Um, This is not, you know, we're not going to be here all day. Um, And, you know, I've always said it only takes me about 30, 45 seconds into a song to pretty much see if I'm going to like it or not. You know, at that decision, I'm deciding to either keep listening or I've heard enough and cut it the hell off. Um, so I'll play a little bit of it. If there's anything that you hear on the web, on the podcast that you want to here in its entirety, just go to the website. Again, it's irkedmusicgeek.com. That podcast episode section you'll see at the top right, just click on that. Click on whatever episode you're looking for and you will find the full-length versions, maybe even videos of the songs that were featured on that particular episode. So that is there. I will just play a little bit of it and then I'll tell you what I think about it. It's very easy, very simple to follow along. And like I said, I'm not going to keep you all day. There are plenty of other podcasts out here that's going to hold you for hours on end. This is not one of them. We just get in, talk a little music, and then get right back out. Um, A lot of people ask, why are you irked? What is that about? And that is my um, feelings about a lot of music review that is out here. Um, Again, as a young music listener, I was always even then into reading reviews. Um, you know, I still have a nice sizable magazine collection of like vibe, double XL to source. Cause I would always buy them because I wanted to go through and just read what the reviews of different albums were and just read about artists and things like that. And so I've still, I'm still that same way, but now that has transformed into the internet in the form of lots of blogs and things like that. And I would continue to read reviews online and just the more I would read them, especially now, it just seems like they aren't really authentic or honest. Um, a lot of it seems like it's being these opinions are being paid for. Um, and it to me, as somebody that reads these things regularly, it just seemed painfully obvious. Um, and that's what motivated me to start Irk Music Geek is because, you know, I just wanted to have a platform that just tells it like, you know, I see it. It's honest. It's authentic. I get it. You know, um, Music is subjective, and so everybody isn't going to feel the same way about one particular song or the next, but especially now where even a third grader could probably figure out how to upload music online, there's a lot of music out here that is just straight garbage, and you go to some of these websites and you would never know it because they're never saying it, especially when it comes to some of these bigger acts, because every artist is not going to put out a perfect song every time. You know, Dre got some shit on his discography that's, no, no, thank you. 
Beyonce has top off. We blame DJ Khaled for that, but the song still does exist. And so you go to, like I said, some of these sites and you would just never know that any artists or certain artists make bad music or, you know, have a miss here or there. And I think that happens because either these people have relationships with people in the industry or the artist or they want those relationships and so they let that influence how they talk about the music and how they review the music um you know the music industry is very petty and so I do believe that you know of a, a website is like yeah this Drake song wasn't really it don't like it um that could happen and then uh they decide, you know what, Drake's about to drop an album. I want to interview Drake. They reach out to Drake's people and they're like, fuck no, because on March 1st, 2021 at 9.55 a.m., you call this song trash so we don't fuck with you. You know, I do believe that happens. And a lot of these websites let that influence how they talk about the music and discuss the music and review the music. Um, and that irks the shit out of me. Um, it has for a while. And that is what prompted me to start Irk Music Geek is just to have a place that gives an unsolicited because it's not paid for. It's authentic. It's honest. It's just me Tell them, you know, like it is. If Beyonce comes out with something that don't sound too hot, it's okay to say that. Um, and it's uninfluenced by the industry because I don't care nothing about the industry games. If, you know, I happen to come across organically a way to interview a dope artist that I fucks with, great. But that's not my motive here. That's not the goal. The goal is just, you know, I talk about music pretty much listen to it all day, talk about it all day, whether it's to myself, to Twitter, just however. So I just figured just to have a platform where I um, do this so other people can hear. So that is Irked Music Geek, and this is the podcast. And again, to the newcomers, welcome. Um, I like to start off with, well, first, Happy Music Monday, um, where I am. It's pretty fucking gloomy, so hopefully this music will brighten up some of your days if they already aren't I feel like it was pretty good release on new music Friday wasn't a ton ton of music but it was a good amount and it was some good stuff in there um but I like to start off with some of the releases the new releases that came out that I may not be diving into um on the episode but just to let you guys know some of the shit that did drop so if you're out and about you don't look like the old auntie or uncle in the spot um so, but first, before we get into that, let's discuss this versus, um, alleged verses that occurred on Saturday with D'Angelo versus Friends, which is what we were told, which is what I was telling you guys over the past few weeks. Um, you've listened, you heard me speculate about who I thought these friends would be because I mean, you know, the Neo Soul collective they run pretty deep so you know it was a host of people that I was guessing would be there that I was hoping would be there and I would see um I wasn't quite sure how the verses thing would work with you know a variety of people but I was I was intrigued and I was interested and I fucks with D'Angelo so that was you know enough to get me there to see what was going on um but little did I know that I was being bamboozled and lied to about what the uh event was um so if you did not see um then you know you probably had something interesting to do on Saturday night but uh he comes out after again an hour wait which has annoyed and irked the shit out of me for the all of the verses they all didn't start off super super late um I feel like they would you know in at least in the beginning we saw because there was some audio issues we saw people doing things it was like okay clearly they're they're trying to get this together but after like the, you know maybe the last like five four or five it's just been ridiculously late and it's been annoying every time um like an hour you know I get half an hour maybe because just one they know people gonna be trickling in and shit like that even though the shit is on your phone so you can literally open it wherever but you know I get it and that people may not all be in place at the time that it's supposed to start but an hour bruh like an hour I'm it was just I was irritated as hell so already um then he comes out and tells me a whole me and myself and I that I'm his friend. <laughs> okay, not just me, but apparently everybody that was watching, we were all his friends. So at this point, it's D'Angelo versus me and all these other people watching. 
I don't have any songs that can go up against anything D'Angelo got. So how am I, the verses? I'm on the other side of the verses. So already I was like, okay, interesting. But we get probably, you know, a few songs in, you know, it's D'Angelo's music. So you you had no choice but to be grooving at some point. You know, I got over the lateness, got over the fact that I'm the friend and I was given no notice whatsoever that I was supposed to be versusing anybody. Um, So, you know, we're grooving. And then, uh, lo and behold, actual friends do come out. Red Man and Method Man come on out to join him for a song. It's great, lovely. They both still look great. Method Man is still fine as hell, beautiful, happy. Okay, there are friends that aren't me and the people that I don't know watching. Um, So then he goes along again and more songs and more songs. And we get into some of the the great, great classic D'Angelo singles. We're rocking. And I'm just like, okay, you know. All right, now, um, I thought, so there really aren't any more friends coming. Like, so at a certain point, I was, it just wasn't really how I envisioned my night going. Um, it's not what I came for. I didn't sign up for what I was being given. And so I changed, you know, there's other things on Saturday night that I watch that I enjoy that I can count on and know that I will be entertained by. So I changed the channel, but of course I'm on Twitter. So I can kind of see what's happening. See if there is a reason um, for me to turn back. One point I see, um, mentioning another friend showed up finally, you know, all his friends are late as hell, but they showed up and it was her, which was great. Uh, I think she was singing, was it nothing? Something? No, because he did nothing even matters by himself. There was no Lauren. It's another huge D'Angelo song, but basically she just duet with him. Um, so, and again, it was, yeah, it was just, at that point, it was evident to me that this is a D'Angelo concert. This is what we're getting, um, which is fine and dandy, but that's not what I was told. Don't tell me that, you know, you're giving me cake and give me an Oreo cookie. Like, that's just not... I didn't come here for that. I came for the cake. Like that Oreo cookie is nice. It's I like it. I like it when I like it, but that's not what I thought I was getting. So that's kind of how I felt about it. Um, I didn't go back even when her was performing. I was just like, eh, okay, whatever. Changed the channel. Um, at that point, it felt like what I was getting. Um, I might as well just wait for the playlist to come out and just listen to D'Angelo's songs. Um. I think somebody, maybe it was a mall from the Joe Budden podcast was like, they should have just said we were getting a D'Angelo tiny desk because essentially that is what it was. And again, that's fine, but that's not what I thought. You know, I come to versus for the versus aspect of it. You know what I'm saying? During this pandemic, there have been so many uh, performances that have been happening, live performances, quote unquote, live performances that have been recorded on TV. Even a lot of Tiny Desk have been coming out, like Tiny Desk from Home. And I've really not tuned in for any of it because I don't really care to see that. I like live shows, being there in person, seeing it in person. Otherwise, I feel like I'm just watching a video. Um, so yeah, that's, that's just not what I came to versus for. I feel like if you had told me that's what it was, maybe I would have been into it and but yeah, I was expecting to see a versus, and that's not what happened. Um, it was D'Angelo versus 2.5 friends that did not even verse each other. Um, and so, you know, that's what we got. So, um, yeah, that's about it. Uh, <laughs> I will say I think that um, this may be the lowest uh not rated, but the lowest number of watchers just because I was watching on Apple TV. So you don't see how many people are watching, but I would tune into the Instagram live just to kind of see what the numbers were. One point it was like 135 K. And then every time I would go back, that number was lower. Um, So yeah, I think a lot of people kind of felt how I felt like, "Mm, this is not what I thought it was going to be. Although I did see, um, but you know, the shade room is the pits of hell. So it's kind of hard to really believe anything that goes on over there. But when they posted, a lot of the comments were, um, you know, oh, I do nothing about this. Why didn't they promote this? Why didn't they tell me about this? But when I see a lot of shit like that, I'm like, are these bots? Like, I don't, I don't trust this shit. So that was the verses. If you watched and enjoyed, I mean, we got to see D'Angelo, who we don't get to see often, which is great. Who's to say when we will ever see him again? Um, So that was lovely. And he was, you know, fresh as in D'Angelo, fresh as fresh can be. 
Um, but yeah, um, I hope they better come with something else for the next verses. Cause yeah, that this is not the trend that I want them to continue on with. Um, all right. So let's get into some of the new music releases that came out on new music Friday. Like I mentioned, um, it was a pretty decent amount of releases. Um, some of the singles that came out ahead of Friday, just a couple of them, Jid of Dreamville released a new single. He said it was, you know, to kind of just cap off before Black History Month ended. And while he's finishing up his album, it's called Skeegee. I did do a write-up of it on the blog. So you can check my full review on there for that. But in short, he's still rapping his ass off. And I cannot wait to hear the entire project. Um, Becky G, who's like a Latin artist, or I think she's Latin, or maybe she's like, I think so. I don't know. But she released a new song called Rotate with Burna Boy. Um, he's been getting his bag with like different genre features and I'm not mad at it. I could see that one catching on really, really heavy um, internationally. So that is out. Uh, YG um, and Big Sean have a joint release that is called Go Big from the um, the Coming to America movie soundtrack that drops this coming Friday. The movie also drops Friday. This is like the maybe third or fourth single that they released from that project. Um, it was actually a pretty, pretty cool song. Um, you know, for what it is, I did do a write up of that as well. So you can check the blog for that. Um, they released, I guess, a remix to their song, count me in, which I really like from their last, uh, album, the Amanda tapes, the remix featured Kiana Lede, who I also like, but this thing, this remix was just kind of, eh, you know, I wasn't really too, too moved by it. Um, Post Malone released um, a song called Only Want to Be With You. Apparently, it's for the Pokemon 25th anniversary. Um, and it is the Hootie and the Blowfish song. Um, and I'm just like, Darius Rucker's still alive and still great. Why? I was very confused by it. Um, I mean, it wasn't a terrible rendition, but it was just, to me, just very unnecessary. Um, but that is out. T Grizzly released another one. He's also been releasing quite a few singles over the last like month or so. This one is called Robbery Part 2. Um, it's like that real classic T Grizzly sound on that one, which is not a sound that I really enjoy. Um, but that is out. Rima um, released a single called Bounce. Um, Tanache released a new or her rendition of I'm Every Woman. It is for, um, I think it's like some sort of a Black History album, but Black History Always, um, that is out. I didn't even listen to that just because I can listen to the original and be just fine. Um, but that is out. Other singles that came out, there was a release, um, of Pop Smoke posthumous release and he rest in peace called ap from um a film called boogie i'm not really sure about the film but the song sounded like something i'd heard before so i don't know if it already came out um and it's just being added to this soundtrack or if it just you know sounded pretty atypical for uh or typical sorry for pop smoke but that is out um nick jonas released a New single called Spaceman. Um, no Name released a new single as well called Rainforest. We got new music from um, Zara Larson called Look What You've Done. There were some others too. Hold on. I feel like I'm missing a couple. You know how this should go. You know, you really got to dig sometimes to find some of this new music that comes out. Oh, we got a new one from Tank called Let It Show. Um, oh, interesting. Uh, hold on. You know, I, I'd be saying every week, like, you would think that I would have this shit together by the time I press record, but I don't. Mm, it's okay. Um, all right. So, yeah, that was pretty much some of the bigger single releases. Oh, um, there were two releases. Freddie Gibbs, he had one called Winter in America, which was for that same black music type uh, project. And it, the song kind of sounded like this. It didn't sound like the Freddie Gibbs that I enjoy. Um, and then there was also a release, Joyce Rice, the singer released a song called On One that also featured Freddie Gibbs, which that was interesting because you don't really hear him collab with like that pop type sound too often or R&B type sound. So it was good to hear him in that 
um, different arena. So some of those songs I will be doing write-ups of on the blog. So be sure to check um, throughout the week for reviews of those. Um, as far as the albums go, wasn't a whole lot of those, but there was a good a good amount we got. We're still getting to Lexus. I feel like I'm saying that every week, and I don't think that's going to end anytime soon, unfortunately. Um, well, I won't say that because some of this is producing some good stuff. Uh, Bryson Tiller released the um, deluxe to his album anniversary that just came out um, not that long ago, like October. So, you know, I'm not too mad. I will do a song from that for the episode today. So I'll talk a little bit. More about that in a minute. Currency, who's always putting out music um, and some good music at that, released a new project called Collection Agency. It's a good 10 songs on that. We only got one feature um, on the project with a song with Larry June, but that is out. Uh, Casey Veggies released a new project called Customized Greatly 5. I don't know if it's a mixtape or an album, but it's 12 songs, quite a few features. He is an artist that I kind of stumbled upon like years, years ago. If you search back early in the blog, um, I did either the podcast or blog or maybe both, but I have um, reviewed his music before because it was just something that I, you know, kind of clicked on and liked. And, you know, that kind of happened with a couple more songs. And even this project, I went through, listened to it. It was an easy listen, some dope production on there. Um, I don't really know much else about him, but I think he's from the West Coast, if I'm remembering correctly. But it's some, some good some good music on that that I would recommend just kind of sitting and listening to. So that is out. Um, let me see. Any other albums that... Oh, <laughs> How do I forget? Uh, so we also got another sort of deluxe from Chloe and Hallie. It's the Ungodly Hour Chrome Edition. I like how they steered away from using the word deluxe. They only added two songs. I will be doing one for the episode. So we'll talk a little bit more about that. Then we also got a, a new album from Duke Deuce, who's becoming one of my new little faves. He's a rapper out of Memphis, signed to Quality Control. He released, uh, I think maybe this no, I think he's released a project on QC already, but it's a mixtape that, you know, he's been kind of uh, promoting for a minute now called Duke Nukem. And I will be doing a song from that for the episode today. So we'll get more into that when we get there. Um, and I think that was probably some of the bigger releases. Oh, before New Music Friday, Drakeo the Ruler released a new album called The Truth Hurts. Prior to that, earlier in the week, he did release um, a remix to one of his songs featuring Drake. Uh, or, I don't know if it's a remix, but a song featuring Drake called Talk To Me. I listened to it. Mm, I was straight on it, but I will listen to that project at some point just to see. So I don't really know much about him um, at all. So we'll get into that. But let's go ahead and get into the songs that we're going to do for today's episode going to start off with new music from drum although he is no longer known as drum he is going by the name shelly formerly known as drawn drum um shelly is actually his real first name i'm not sure what uh you know prompted the change but he is uh back with a new single called exposure let me play it and i can tell you what i think about it Inside out and outside in Let me touch your soul before I touch your skin Expose yourself to me You have my consent I wanted to see What lies underneath Cause beauty to me Is more than skin deep The woman of my dream Right here in real life Right there when I sleep Every memory That you and me share Means everything And I I just want to be your man And I Already think I am And I Want to be the best of friends And I First you gotta let me Let me love you Inside out and outside in Touch your soul just like I touch your skin Let me 
of you inside out and outside in Let me love you over and over again When I exposed myself to you Took off your clothes before I did too You showed me something new Your vulnerable side You gave me the proof There's no such thing as cool All right, new music from Shelly, formerly known as Drum. Um, if you don't know him, Drum, by that name alone, um, if I mentioned the song Broccoli with Lil Yachty, you probably would be like, yes, the song I Like to Cha-Cha, that one too. Um, Gilligan's another song of his that I really like. Uh, so he at one point was putting out hits like pretty consistently, like back-to-back um he had that magic for a second then he kind of just disappeared for a little bit um his album his debut album and only album at this point um big baby drum came out in 2016 um that was early early i had just started the podcast and i will never forget i talking about that um the cover of that album with him and that big ass dog hugging him um what was it a teddy bear one of the two but it was hilarious to me it looked like a you know a single mother portrait and it was him and this this furry ass um animal um so yeah that was his last album but his last single came out in 2019 um fun fact in case you're ever asked in trivia did anybody ever ask you what did drum mean it was actually an acronym for doing real ass music um and i can see why he decided to make that change that name change um and because his name is shelly i think it's kind of cool like look i'm rich now i make fun of my name at this point in my life um but yeah the song i really like um of the songs of his that i've really liked in the past this is a little more groovy it's a little slower paced um and i actually enjoyed it he's doing more singing um you know as as opposed to before i felt like he was doing more more rapping um the production on this was done by two people someone named julian nixon and essency um but yeah i just like the whole vibe of the song it just kind of put me in a you know in a just like a nice little groove uh and then if you just listen to what he sings about he's just kind of he's like a, a interesting quirky type personality and it does come out in the music um but yeah so i would say this is a little different than some of his other more fun like records but this sound definitely um works for me i thought he was signed to lvrn love renaissance which is the atlanta-based label that uh has summer walker black um because he was on their like christmas little compilation they put out but looking at the credits of this i don't see their name mentioned anywhere so i'm not quite sure about that but this may signal that he is about to put out some more new music maybe another working on another new album which could explain why he has been kind of absent um over the last few years even though he did like i said have that single in 2019 at the rate he was putting out music back in 2016 2017 i feel like he has been on some sort of a hiatus so could be album mode um this single if this kind of is the vibe that he's going for for his next project i'm not mad and i would like to um hear some more so that is exposure shelly formerly known as drum all right next up we're gonna go to this new chloe and hallie um like i mentioned they released they called it the chrome edition of the ungodly hour the two songs that were added is a song called 8020 and then a song called hazy hazy is a song i'm gonna do for you all for the episode so let's get into it and i can tell you what i was thinking actually about both Time you 
right, that's new music from Chloe and Halle. Um, sort of a deluxe, The Ungodly Hour. That album came out in June of last year. It's really good, really, really good album. It is still really good. It's aging wonderfully, um, seriously, from top to bottom. That is a really, really good album. I think even when I did it on the podcast, like I thought it was good. Um, you know, I wanted to hear them get a little more grown. Um which we'll talk about that in a second. Um, but it was still like really good. But even since then, I have come to love it even more um, than I did in the beginning. Um, so for this, they only added two songs. Like I said, the other one was called 8020. Um, I actually had thought that was just another song they had put out. So I was prepared to do that for the episode. Then I realized it was an entire project and then heard this song. I was like, oh yeah, no, I've got to do this one. 8020 was good. Um, but this, just the whole vibe of this shit is just, it, it's it for me. Um, starting with the production, which Chloe did. Um, I just love it. It's just like that, you know, it's like the right amount of thump, um, mysteriousness, darkness to the song. Um, this may have been the song that she previewed on Instagram, um, a few weeks back, uh, on IG live. Um, but it just, to me, it fits perfectly with the rest of the album. Really both songs do. Um, and it's funny cause you know, uh, you know, we now know that they're, if nothing else, they're grown, especially Miss Chloe. And uh, thanks to that busted challenge, I now know who is who of the group. Uh, I can definitely tell by their voices, like Chloe starts this song off and then Hallie picks up the second verse of the song. Um, but yeah, I'm just glad to see they're kind of out of that, you know, kitty box getting into their own as women and letting that reflect in their art, similar to the way that they're... Um, their label owner did, you know, Beyonce kind of, once she got out of the shadows of her father, just kind of got into her grown woman bag and was able to make the music that you could tell, you know, resonated with who she was. And I think that same thing is happening with them. And it's just good to see. Um, I'm ready to start seeing both of them being called on for features. You know, I don't really see that a lot. And I'm sure they've been asked, but I kind of want to see some unconventional, not just like other R&B singers, but see them with rappers and honestly see both of them. You know, I feel like after that whole busted challenge thing, people were trying to do this whole Chloe needs to go solo. I'm like, why could she thick with ass? Like they both, to me, the magic of them is them together. The way they harmonize their voices together, the way they sing. It just, they, to me as a package deal that is, you know, I think that's how they thrive the best. So I would love to see both of them be on features, um, you know, being the next feature girls of R and B. So fucking with this song, it is hazy from Chloe and Hallie off of the Chrome edition of their latest album, ungodly hour. All right. So next up, we're going to go to another deluxe, um, this one is from Mr. Bryson Tiller. Like I mentioned, the deluxe edition of his last album, Anniversary. Uh, there were five songs added to this project. This one um, I'm going to do is called 7 O'Clock. Let's get into it, and I can tell you what I'm thinking about this as well as the other added songs. Okay, word in, word in. He ain't working, I pull up urgently in person. Kiss through the phone first, how the tone work? I was hurt then, only picking up the phone for the homework. They was mad when they said that it won't work. Mad cause the drop top crash is alone. Rappers in the morning, Lorenz Love Jones, I told her. 7 o'clock when your lights came over. 2 a.m. now, and I know you ain't sober. Sleeping alone and your man can't hold you, but baby, I can't till your man game over. Shows ain't over, the plans ain't over. And I sit back, watch your young man take over. No, I'm gon' last you as you come over. Moving too fast, you can take things slow. Uh, 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 uh. But if you knew better, you go From the way it looks, you got it under control Let me know Let me know yeah. Let me be honest I don't know if they fuck with you like I do I don't know if they fuck with you like Like I do Tell them all now, tell them all now You don't need no substitute, I got you I've been so determined and I'm shows over, clothes 
Uh, this is the Bryson that I fell in love with musically, um, who had me listening to Trap Soul every day for months, months, months. Um, okay, so like I said, he added five new songs to the anniversary deluxe. We'll commend him, um, even though it is a deluxe, we'll commend him for um, not making us wait five years like he just did with Trap Soul, how he just randomly decided to release a deluxe last year. Um, so I will say thank you for that. Uh, the first two songs, one of them is a song with Big Sean. Um, and then there's like a, a part two of the timeless interlude. Those are cool. But then the last three is kind of where it was getting into the shit that I like. Um, and then I came upon this song and was like, yes, 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 this is it. So, you know, by the title of the song, Seven O'Clock, and the references in the song, you um, hear there's some sort of a sample of Usher's Nice and Slow. But to me, it's very subtle. Listening to the production, honestly, I could not really hear it, um, hear any sort of a sample. But if you do look at the credits, you see that um, Usher and Jermaine Dupri are both given um, writing credits. So I don't know, maybe it's the Seven O'Clock on the Dot reference that he sings that is what they're credited for but yeah it just reminds me of like I said the Bryson that I that I came to love you know it's a nice like really that trap soul the shit that he to me really kind of I don't want to say pioneered but you know that he had kind of just popularized um five years ago others have now kind of taken it and ran with it because he did have a little break between him and his first release in the sophomore and then the sophomore didn't really hit so you know it has kind of gone um other places but that's this is his genre and this song to me kind of epitomizes what that is, what that means, and what that sounds like. We get a little mixture of kind of like that singing rap and then him singing um, just over a really dope production that you would probably hear like a rapper rapping on. So that's why I love Bryson. But for a minute, it just kind of felt like that allure was gone. Um, But hearing this just lets me know that he still kind of has it. He just kind of has to hone in and kind of accept that this is what people want to hear from him. You know, I saw people complaining about, you know, he keeps trying to remake Trap Soul, but that just happened to be the title of the album. That's kind of like this genre that he is. Like, that is why people gravitated towards that is because of that sound, and that is his sound. Um, So I don't think he's necessarily trying to repeat making that album. I think he got caught up in, you know, people making those types of comments. But that, to me, this is the lane that he needs to be in. Like, you know, I just feel like it's better to kind of just, you know, know what you know what you got that works and just keep working it. Um, obviously, it's cool to experiment, try to just make it sound a little more mature as you grow. The music should kind of grow with you. So I get that. But this to me is how I want to hear Bryson Tiller. Um, so, you know, we've gotten a lot out of him over the last, you know, six months or so, or maybe even less. And so I think it might be a minute before we hear from him again. Um, so I kind of like that he did release this little five pack because the initial listen of anniversary was kind of okay to me. There were about three songs on there that I did save that I go back to and listen to like next to you sorrows. Um, but the whole album itself didn't really capture me like Trap Soul did. And, you know, sometimes you just have to accept with some artists, like, that is what it is. You know, they had this one great project because Trap Soul is a beginning to ender for me. Um, so you can't expect that from every, from the artist every time. It's just, you know, it's not realistic. So just accept the fact that you have that project that you can still go back to and listen to from beginning to end, but going forward, you might just get handfuls of things that you like from the artist because, you know, having a good project from beginning to end is not an easy thing to do. Um, it's almost like winning a championship. So you can't keep expecting that that's going to keep happening for the artist. So, you know, now that I have that mindset, I can accept what Bryson gives me. Um, I've favorited this song already. So I will be playing this on repeat for the next couple of weeks. Um, but that is seven o'clock from Bryson Tiller from the deluxe um, edition of his last album, Anniversary. 
All right, so for the last song, we're going to pep it up a little bit, get crunk up in this thing. Okay, I'm sorry. Definitely sounded like the auntie in the club saying that. Um, But the artist that I mentioned at the top of the episode, Duke Do, signed to QC, released his um, latest mixtape called Duke Nukem. Um, Let me go ahead and play a song off of that. It's actually the introduction called Intro Coming Out Hard. Let's get into it, and I can talk about the um, song as well as the mixtape. Hey, this shit crazy, bro. I'm on some real Memphis shit. Some throwback Memphis shit. What the fuck? It's the fat Mac Memphis back back up on them fucking tracks. Coming out hard on you bitches. How you love that? Talks will never fall, man. I'ma keep it gangsta. I'm my own boss, bitch. Nigga, get your bank up. Diamonds, they be doing the multi bitches. They gon' do the gross. Son, I'm the one, I'm the one that gets your pump. White girl stepping the party, no damn where she wanna take a bump. Do do slow the drink, do do slow the fuck. Do do quit the credit, so wake your up. Do do slow the crank, do don't give a fuck. I'm the same nigga that be screaming. What the fuck? Who they coming out hard? Yeah, Who they coming out hard? didn't want to cut it off um yeah that's my bag if you didn't know um all right so duke deuce if you're unfamiliar like i mentioned he is a rapper out of memphis if that was not evident by that song right there um i initially was introduced to him and a lot of people probably were it was like a meme that was going around of um it's like dude on the floor in the studio and it was just live you know it was crunk ain't dead crunk, like it was just live and so honestly i thought it was just like a tiktok thing i didn't realize it was from an actual i think one day happened to be like to watch videos as i get well when i did get dressed to go to work um and i happened to be watching and the whole video came on i was like oh this is an entire song how about that um and so you know the song is what it would crunk and it's it's crunk you know so um then where i work out my gym would continuously play this song and it does get you hype i must say it gets you gets you where you need to be um and so I was like, okay, but you know, I didn't really take much seriously. And I ended up hearing another song of his. And then more recently, I've heard the song Kurt featuring Mulatto, which banger. Um, I ca- it came out in July. I just discovered it like a month ago. Um, again, from the gym is a song that they would play. And I was like, you know, I literally found myself shazamming it. Like, who is this? Realized it was the same guy. Um, and so I was mad that I missed that release when it came out because I, you know, try to do new music as I review it. Um, but yeah, I just have kind of been watching him ever since. And so he has been talking about, he released a single called Spin featuring, uh, Gucci's artist, Fujiano did a write that on the blog about a week or two ago. And, um, he said this mixtape was coming. So I was ready to look out for it, found it and then played it. This was obviously the introduction of first song. You can hear his shout out to Ball and G, uh, obviously with the title, which was the name of their debut album coming out hard. Um, and so, you know, when the the song is, I'm going to do my initial listening session on Friday. I'm just, you know, sitting around the house. Go ahead and press play. And he shots them out. And then when that beat comes in, I had to cut that shit off immediately. Because I say, you know what? This is so disrespectful. I cannot, I have to listen to this album in the car. I don't know why you thought it would be appropriate to listen to this shit on an iPhone 11. No, no, no. So I stopped it. I waited till, you know, I had the opportunity to be in the car, to be riding for a minute. 
played it. Love this song, of course. Um, just, you know, you hear the the ball and G. It sounds like there is a sample in there, but I'm not sure. I couldn't tell by the credits if there was an official sample, but it that to me sounds like it. But, you know, that actual um, ball and G song may have been sampled itself. So that may have given credit to the original. But, you know, I, I love what I heard from beginning to end. Um, you know, obviously more, some of the songs are more, I like more than others, but as a whole, it's just good riding music, party music, uh, crunk for lack of a better word, music. Um, the whole thing is decent. And as you hear from this, this is a great introduction, great start to the album. Um, the outro song is another dope one. Um, there's a song called back to back on there that I like. Um, so yeah, if you were into me, Growing up, one of my favorite groups was 3-6 Mafia, the whole Click Project Pat, um, 8-Ball and MJG. Like, I had one of their albums on Coming Out Hard actually may have been the shit. No, I had that as a CD. I had one of theirs on a fucking cassette tape. Um, I think a single to something, but... Yeah, that was kind of who raised me um, as far as music goes. And so to hear him just kind of take that, embody that sound, it is just, it's wonderful to me. Um, and I feel like Memphis does not get talked about. We got to talk about that. Memphis has been producing, putting out great artists, great music for a while. Like like I said, since I was younger, that's at least, that's over 20 years ago when I was rocking to this shit. So it's been a while since Memphis has been, been on the map as far as rap and hip hop is concerned. And it hadn't stopped. Like we look at Yo Gotti, look at Moneybag Yo, look at Dolph. Um, I think even Key Glock is from there. You know, like they have continued the output of putting out artists that put out dope music. And I just feel like they don't really get talked about a lot. You know, people talk about Ball and G, people talk 36 Mafia, but as far as the city goes, I feel like they don't get enough credit. Um, and I'm here to say thank you, Memphis, uh, for what you all are giving us and continue to give us. Um, and I'm actually surprised because a lot of the newer Memphis acts kind of have, I don't want to say the same sound, but it's just like that trappish sound, Gotti, Yo, Dolph, all make that similar type of music. And it's kind of surprising to me that it took so long to have somebody come and take that sound at 3-6 and Ball and G, that type of shit that they were doing and kind of run with it now you know like it's just weird that it took a while to for somebody to adopt that old memphis sound and you know it's always i feel like people talk about they trying to sound no i think that's just how music evolves is how it should evolve we don't really get much music out of them anymore and so it takes the new generation to kind of use that influence that they got from them and then just put the you know a new modern spin on it which i think he does wonderfully um i'm a new fan i would love if in any way possible one of them somebody on his team anybody in qc could hear hear this we have got to get a little collab whether it's an ep a mix some sort of a joint project that is executively produced by juicy j and paul um i don't know what their relationship is like they cool i don't, I don't know i feel like they've gone through some things over the years um and i don't want it to just be paul juicy j you know i feel like i i want that the collective of them both making production and him rapping and even of course them jumping in for futures i did notice that that crunk ain't dead song um there was a remix release that had Juicy J and Project Pat on it. So there is some sort of relationship there. I would just love get some with Boo on there. Oh my God. Like, please, somebody make it happen. Um, I'm about to be an annoying Instagram person and be writing this shit in comments. But yeah, I'm fucking with Duke Deuce Heavy. Um, that is the intro coming out hard from his most recent mixtape, Duke Nukem. Um, and with that, that is a great place to wrap up today's episode. Um, if you were new, hopefully you have stuck around to this point, um, enjoyed at least some of what you heard, or if at a minimum just got put onto some new music that you did not know about, um, and hopefully it's enough for you to join us next week. If you stopped listening and you can't hear this, you cannot hear me curse you, your mama, your firstborn. Um, I'm just joking, but I'm not because you can't hear that anyway. Um, but yeah, so uh, for my repeat people, thank you for continuing to listen and to support the podcast and the blog. Like I said, be sure to check the website throughout the week because I will be doing write-ups of songs that I did not cover on today's episode and of course any other random releases that come out throughout the week. March 5th we are heading into the last month of the first quarter so I suspect that you know as it gets 
rolling along. We're going to get some releases already for this Friday. I know we're getting that soundtrack for Coming to America. There's some other kind of just random March 5th um, dates that I think I've seen. So I think we're going to we're going to start getting the influx, um, especially as we get close to the second quarter, which is signaling the start of spring summer great weather in most places and just a good time for music so i'm excited to see what will be coming over the next coming weeks um be sure to connect with us on social media we are on facebook instagram twitter tumblr sometimes medium news medium when i feel like it apple news um if you like to use like rss feeds you can Add us on there. Um, the podcast episodes, you're listening. So hopefully you know how to find us. But if you're looking for other options, we are on the iTunes podcast app, Spotify, iHeart, Google Podcast, um, Deezer, CastBox, Audioboom.com, or you can just go straight to irkmusicgeek.com. That same podcast episode section I mentioned earlier, uh, click on that and you will um, click on whatever episode you're looking for and find an audio player right there on the page. And you can just press play, even download straight from the website. So that option is always available for you. Um, can't think of any other news or announcements or anything. Of course, you know, as always, after today, it's going to be a whole flood of news that's coming. Um, but I will keep you guys up to date about any new music drops. So just be sure to keep following along and any other announcements that we get like verses and things. Instagram and Twitter is a good uh, place to get um, a lot of that information. So follow us, like us, all that good stuff. Um, but that's all I got. I will holler at you good people next week. Peace.